0: welcome back to another episode of your music saved us where two friends blast ourselves into the past to relive and reconceptualize the alternative christian music we grew up listening to in the 1990s My name is Clifton, and I am joined today by Jay. How are you doing? I'm good, Clifton. How are you? Good, good. So we're changing plans again here. Still not Goaty Hook.
1: Yeah, I thought we were doing Goaty Hook. What the fuck?
0: (laughs) Well, life. (laughs) Life is the fuck.
1: Yeah, we're recording this on uh, December 17th, and um, I think both of us have just been with work (laughs) and then getting ready for holidays and family and just everything. Sorry guys. Yeah. It's not happening. But we are putting out an episode, but we just yes. we couldn't. Yeah. We also of our,
0: have been working on the Goaty hook episode. I just haven't.
1: Right, because know, we have so much there. thorough exhaustive research. <laughs> we just we weren't ready.
0: Exactly. <laughs> There's some good podcasts out there though with interviews and stuff that I've enjoyed.
1: So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We'll just you know, we'll, we'll, we'll plug other podcasts on ours. So yeah. um it's, there we it's go. all good.
0: All right, Jay, so we're going to do a year-end thing here. We're going to keep it a little bit short, though, but there will be some bonus, uh, a bonus episode for our patrons with an extended version of this, basically. Uh, or an additional edition-to version of this. Yeah. So if you want to hit that up, you can visit us on patreon.com-ymsu. Um, your music saved us. Um, where you get extended episodes, special episodes... Things like that.
1: Yeah, you get to hear me talk about all the TV shows I liked this year, which listens to pretty good stuff. So, just yeah. saying, you should check it out.
0: Yep. And typically there's, you know, five minutes or so extra of... Because Jay and I often talk about TV shows, so I just throw it on there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jay, so let's start with our top ten tracks of albums that we covered this year.
1: So I'll just say, I don't know about you, but... If you asked me tomorrow, the artist wouldn't, and albums wouldn't change, but like right. the songs might on some of these, because Definitely. some of these, some, quite a few of these, I was like, man, it's like, I'm having trouble picking one song off this album. Um, yes. There's a no, couple that was really like, a couple that was no problem, but there were some that I was like, oh yeah, this is difficult. So <laughs> we'll see where this goes.
0: Yeah. We did some really good albums this year. you know we did a. Uh, uh, Squad Five O is what I believe. Um, the Dingies Armageddon Massive. Uh, Page of the Lion. We did two Page of the Lion albums. Their first whole EP, and then it's hard to find a friend.
1: And I mean, and I think Craig's like brother. it's hard. It's hard to find a friend. It's definitely one of those examples of like there's so many good songs yeah. on that, and it's yeah yeah really tricky to pick <laughs> pick one. So I'd the agree. song I chose. Spoiler alert. Um, I might might be different tomorrow, but whatever.
0: Yeah. This is definitely a mood picture for while I was putting this together. Yeah. I think. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, I guess I think in the past what we've done is each gone from 10 to one. And if we if we share uh, something, we we, we let each other know kind of thing. So you want to do that? Why Why don't you start off with your number 10?
1: So I um this one took me back but um i actually think this is a pretty good song and as i was kind of looking back through everything we covered i was like oh yeah so i did one that's not on your list at all clifton because uh, i'm looking Ooh. at yours on the screen my number 10 is by kush and it's song number one off their album heaven sent
2: So much to me.
0: You know, I I I just didn't go with... Like, it was really hard, though. Like, I I had more bands than I had, like, spaces, right? So, there are some bands that just got a lot of that off. Let off
1: left yeah. Off. Yeah, I... um That song has a lot of, like... We have not covered this album yet. I know I've talked about it a lot, but it, it kind of has, like, Prayer Chain Mercury vibes a little bit because, I mean, it should because it's a lot of the same yeah. guys. But it's, Mike <laughs> not singing and, like i don't know that to me that song is like a kind of the perfect version of that band on that album and so i don't know i it's a good one so um yeah happy with my cool. choice
0: all right well yeah you're not even a band on my list all right my number 10 is squad 5 O's. united we stand mm-hmm <laughs>
3: Sitting out of track, to You unite. united. We stand divided. We fall united. We stand divided. We fall
4: united. United.
3: United. United. You got it. You it. it. You no it. There ain't no You there ain't no
0: You have Squad Five O on your list. I do not, Clifton. And it was hard. Like we did some really good albums this year, <laughs>
1: and I like Squad Five a lot. But I like looked back through, and I was like, you know what? I don't know. None of these songs are yeah. just like, yeah,
0: like it was really close to having two page of the songs and no Squad Five O songs right, on, on right. this list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think it's a good song. Um, it is. It's the weakest song on this list. I think not because. It's particularly weak song. I think
1: it's just a really strong list. <laughs> no, I'm looking at your at your list. You actually included the times, which I'm impressed by. And you, is 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 that song really four minutes and forty one seconds?
0: No, that's that's the whole track length because it has the it's the last song on the album and it has the
1: right. Okay, because I was like, I didn't yeah. realize any squad songs could be that long. And
0: I and I only. Ex- did the songs because I did I put it together in Winamp and if you go down to Winamp here at the bottom you right click on Miscellaneous and you go to Miscellaneous again you can do Generate HTML Playlist ah which I think you know about because this that's how I used to do the uh, yeah. the uh, when, we, when we used to do comps back in the day when I, I would I would pull off the
1: uh, yeah the list of the songs and that still way. using Winamp I know we've talked about this in the podcast but <laughs> just want to point this out again.
0: Look, it's back, first off. It's currently being developed. And it's like, what more do you need? If for Like, I haven't seen a better one, okay? I haven't seen a better media player. All right, what's your number nine?
1: This maybe should be higher, but I'm going to be honest. I forgot that we covered this album until, like, later in my list. And then I was like, oh, shit, I like this song, so I don't know where to put it. But my number nine is... And again, maybe I would rank this higher, but I'm going to stick it with number nine for now. Is Roadside Monument Girl Named Actually?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that is my number five.
1: Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I know everybody, when everybody talks about Roadside Monument, they think of the two albums that came after that. And, mm-hmm. I, and I understand why. I think it was a little bit more groundbreaking, but like that song is pretty good. Um, oh, yeah. And a couple of the other ones, like on their that first 7-inch, My Life is Green. Like the, My I, Life is
0: Green is a great song. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I'm into that version of Roadside Monument as well. I realize it's These almost- These
0: kind of like melodic emo songs, yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's almost a different band when you hear their later sound, but like I'm- mm-hmm. That I yeah I still like it. That's yeah. That's a good song.
0: I agree, and it reminds you kind of those early days of like, well you know nineties emo where you could like, like an emo song could also just be a simple pop song. You know right. All right, my number nine is Johnny Respect's "Ballad of the Invisible Man."
1: And I figured you guessing, would have a Johnny Respect song on there.
0: I'm guessing not on your list.
1: Nope. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, she seems to notice
5: everything, but you know she never noticed me, and it's ripping me apart inside, and I know I'm gonna cry, but I'm never gonna feel alone again. Well, she tells me what I want to hear, and she, with the softly in my
0: it you know like it's not a perfect song it's not well recorded even you know (laughs) there's just something really i think has a nice nice that punk rock energy you know that's uh yeah and it's a nice nice catchy song
1: it's definitely got some of those like doo-wop things that they were Mm -hmm. going for in that song for sure Yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah i almost went with um what's the more angry one on the, off that album where they had to the bleep out the words, you know? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> but I decided to go with something. I, think, I felt this one represented them better.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah.
0: RJ, what's your number eight?
1: Um, this is one that I thought wouldn't be on your list and it looks like it's not. Uh, I went with brainwash projects actually. And I did yeah? daydreamers. Um, I just thought that was a, Pretty good picture of their sound. I thought it was funny with the lyrics. You know, that's the one talking about basically like the office job and stuff. And um just, yeah, just enjoyed it. Like, that's another album where, like, it's hard to pick one track because it all kind of flows together and you think of it for me at least as a whole. But um I enjoyed that one. It's 9 a.m.
6: You know that we get live, working at 9 to 5. But we can't think straight, we be
4: the
6: ultimate mind rape. Uh, uh, you know that we get life yes. to all the jobs I had before. But we can't think straight, we be
4: the.
6: Check it, I woke up in the morning to some sweating Crawford. Burn. Feeling out of it, in other words, absurd. Shirt is wrinkled and winkled as looking free turd. Cause I walked in kinda late, his look is cold iceberg. But I keep on walking and talking to co workers, but I know they. I'm under weather, but I know it's near, and I stare into heavy pressure. If I lose job, then I bob into broke.
7: I wake up from paper cuts that serve as a reminder why I must escape. The clutches of my occupation, hard to concentrate on what I was hired to do so I could make the pace. I seem to be trapped in a stalemate. My 9 to 5 generates indispensable revenue for my survival, but I don't fit in this piece. Anticipate the arrival of my long-awaited release. At least reach gold and finally live off the increase. So in the meantime, I'm sending faxes, filing documents. Paying taxes and of course the rancher Inguid president, caught up in discontent Playing the role of office clerk
6: Feeling like a jerk, I better get back to work You know that we get live Working that 9 to 5 But we can't think straight We be the Ultimate mind rape You know that we get live Working that 9 to 5 But we can't think straight We be the Ultimate mind rape Here we go I am down the hall like this. And I know Mr. Winkle take no excuses. So I pick a coffee drop and start my Xeroxes. Then he walked in after dark behind the brown boxes. I said, sure. but wasn't feeling sure at all. I was feeling B.P. ready for rise and fall. He sat me down. He sat in front and asked me what was up. I said I had a show last night. Stayed up late and stuff. He said, John, why do you do it? This is the fourth time. I said, please forgive me, but I have to rhyme. But I will try my best. Give me another merit. And I promise to mention you was on my album credit. My message Wander aimlessly,
7: Aimlessly. subconscious optimism where destiny abides that prohibits skepticism. The organism, where I obtain the realistic possibilities that stem from the cardio mechanism. Where multi-platinum sales become commonplace, tipping music industry scales. Live and direct it be the brainwashed projects. No longer dependent on bi-weekly paychecks. Directly deposited, I remain positive. In the midst of a conflict, I constrict around the throats of my adversaries. If necessary, ultimate mind rape. I wake up from paper cuts that Serve as a reminder why I must escape You
6: know that we get live Working that 9 to 5 But we can't think straight We be the Day-train. Ultimate mind rate. You know that we get live Working that 9 to 5 But we can't think straight We be the Day-train. Ultimate mind rate. Yeah. You know that we get Working that night, But we can't we be the h You know that we get working that 9 too But we can't think straight. We be the like h Like that. Like what? Like what? No, 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 no. Like this. Clocking out.
7: Now, freaking, I'm I'm past due on some bills. Lights going out. No gas. No heat. No rent. No clothes. Butt naked. What? Give me money. Give me money.
1: What? I mean, I just really like both their vocal styles. Um, Mm -hmm. I think they both fit really well and yeah, I, I, I really, again, that album was so good for me as far as like opening me to more hip hop. And, um, I still listen to some hip hop today, not a ton, but I have a few artists that I like that are still putting out stuff. So, and I'm grateful to brainwash projects for, you know, exposing me to that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what we found this podcast. Opened our, opened our minds to new worlds. True. Yeah, I like that song. It's it's a very understated song, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 got a nice little, nice little jam going on.
1: All right. So, what about number 8 for you, Clifton?
0: All right. My number 8 is The Juliana Theory, August and Bethany. Nice. So, this is was probably my original favorite song from way back in the day. Um, mm-hmm and I went through a bunch of songs and I almost went with the last song Constellation um, almost went with uh, Dwayne Joseph but I ended up back here just because it's uh, in in my you know little world It's the classic with the sound of the
8: ocean crashing 7.30 Friday evening everything comes down. I choke back each tear that bleeds. I'd rather rest forever in your arms. I'd rather stay here than go. But I know that I should leave. As I sit here,
0: I find it weird because I I don't I kind of hate acoustic guitar and emo, but you know the rest of the song once you get past the acoustic guitar part I think has a really really beautiful guitars and and is a nice atmosphere and it's I think it really sets between between the lyrics and the music I think it really sets a mood for itself and and captures a feeling.
1: I mean that's the one where they go don't go. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> So I I'm confession, I almost had a Juliana Theory song on my list, but Ooh. then I forgot about Roadside Monument, and that bumped it off. But um, oh, yeah, I almost put for Evangeline on mine, even though <laughs> once I learned that that song was about abortion, I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me! Please kill me. Not abortion, dumpster baby. Well, dumpster babies, you're right. Um, but I still like it. It's still the one that I liked the most back in the day. Um, I like the sound of it. This is like, this actually gets at the problem of this podcast in some ways, is like, we'll go back through old stuff and either because our beliefs have changed or literally just like that song, like, I just didn't know what it was about until like, we took time (laughs) to study it now. And now I'm like, shit. Um, And so you still like the sound of it, but now that we've like, going back and actually unpacking the lyrics it's yeah it's kind of a problem um i actually have another one on my list that is like that that we'll get to um that i I still like the sound of it but i lyrically not so much but you know what can you do
0: exactly that's that's the uh the burden that we live with having grown up in this world for real all right jay what's your number seven
1: so my number seven, um, and this this is definitely one of those that like, you asked me tomorrow, I'd probably pick a different song on the album, but um, it's Jatinder Paul. And I wanted to pick, there's so, I mean, there's like 20 something songs on this album. They're all like a minute and a half it's, long. Like it's really hard to pick. But I went with Self Documentation, which is, I don't know, around track number 10 on the album-ish, somewhere in the middle <laughs> of the album Um, as I just kinda went back through and was listening to him real briefly, I was like, wait a minute, this is the one that like really sticks in my head, so um
0: Through, I have Jitinder J- J- Paul on my list too, but we're gonna have to wait a while to get to them. Okay, um, I really enjoyed going back through uh, that album today, and and I, I think today, maybe more than even when we originally did it, like the the pavement esque ness of the music really really shone through, I think. But it's it was it's a lot of fun. That was one I of those albums
1: that. that I was really happy to like bring because I was like. Clifton I I just was like Clifton will like this you know <laughs> like it, it was just fun to be like okay I don't think he's heard this and he's going nope. to like this so that that's always <laughs> yes. fun when you can like expose a friend to something that you're pretty sure they're gonna be into
0: very much so yes yeah. that, one, that was a lot of fun all right my number seven is a, a weird one here I went with newsboys shine
1: okay all right
0: yeah yeah so you know. I felt like it deserved to be on the list. It's still a really catchy, really fun song. That uh, you know, I I, I find it. I, th- I think it's annoying because of how much I've heard it in my life. Mm-hmm. Probably that's probably true for a lot of people. <laughs> um, and not not just how much I've heard it, but like heard it not of your own choosing probably Bear. right but in the end it's still just a really really good song songwriting wise horrible lyrics i mean cuz we we you can go back to our episode you know but yeah <laughs> The opening riff, even though it's the same thing, is better than the chorus.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm probably with you. So I I have a confession to make. I put this song as, I mean, I may regret this, but this was my number one Clifton. (laughs) What? I know I just one? and I hate it. It's not I I'm <laughs> kind of embarrassed, but I just think it's really catchy. Like It's I, such a good song. It's just like such a good guitar line. It's catchy. Mm-hmm.
0: The the vocal rhythms are just so good.
1: Yeah, like it's uh, just you know. <laughs> well done. Like I yeah. I just really Yeah, I'm yeah. I like and it.
0: I think one of the most impressive things about this song is that it's not overdone, like a lot of people would be tempted to go in there and like, because you know you got a catchy song on, on you, you know, and they would go, they'd be tempted to go in there and like overproduce it and put too much crap in there and like you know, but it's nicely understated.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, like I know it was a big song, but part of me is like, I'm not. I I kind of feel like it wasn't big enough. Um. It's yeah. just. It's very catchy. It's very well done. Um, Yeah. I I, I I, don't know why. I've always liked this song. I will probably always <laughs> like this song. I just, I, I, I'm a little bit ashamed, but whatever. I like it.
0: Don't be ashamed. Shine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, Jay, what's your number six?
1: All right, Clifton. I noticed this is not on your list. This is another one that I don't think I really like the lyrics, but you know what? I just, this is one of those, actually, that there's just parts of the song that really take me back that I really like. Um, this is actually Cool Hand Luke, Case of yeah. Emergency, that first song on yes. that EP. I just, as that bass comes in and then like, part when he says, by myself, but not alone. Like, just those certain parts that just like really still take me back and I'm into it. So, you know, there we are. Yeah, I mean, I know the song shifts and gets all screamy and stuff, but yeah. I don't know. I'm just it kind of takes me back, and I'm into it.
0: I agree. So, Cool and Luke was the last thing to get cut from my list. It was number eleven. Okay. I went with uh, Window Seats and Last Wishes. The last mm-hmm. one on the on, on, fair, uh, yeah. And, and I went with it because I kind of always liked it back in the day. And I remember when we were reviewing it, I I was not feeling it. Until I sat down with headphones and listened to it again, and then when I had it in headphones, I was like, "Oh shit, okay, I, I see it, I, I see it again."
1: Which is an g- example of a song. It's like super cringy lyrics now, right? Like, yeah. When you focus on the lyrics <laughs> on some of these songs, it's like, "Oh my god!" But yeah, the music still kind of—I don't know—still gets you. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, it's in, in musically it's simple, but it's effective. I think is is the, is the important part there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I you know they mellowed out pretty much on everything after this EP, but I really kind of liked this version of them. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, yeah. All right, what's uh what number are we on? Six. Yeah. All right, my number six is the Dingies, Ghetto Box Smash.
1: This is actually my number five, so um, that'll be the next one I was going to say. So we're pretty close on then this. Then we can
0: talk about them right next to each Let's other. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. It's the first song on the album, and I think, you know, it's a really good album overall, I think. But I think this one just comes in with that energy, that, that kind of just anti-authoritarian kind of anti-capitalism thing that's going on throughout the entire album. I think it sums up the album pretty well.
1: Yeah, and I'll say, I think this one, like... It's kind of the opposite of my last song choice where like, the once I learned the lyrics on this one a little better, I was like, you know what, this makes me like mm-hmm. the song more.
0: Even more, Yeah, yes. <laughs> so it kind of
1: upped it because I was looking at other dingy songs and I was like, I really, this one is just kind of the best as far as like lyrically, musically, mm-hmm. just everything for me. Yeah, yeah. And again, this was, I was so happy we did this episode because this was definitely a band that I kind of appreciate more when I dug in and really explored the lyrics mm-hmm. more than I had when I was a teenager and was like, oh, they're doing a lot of stuff here that I didn't realize. Like, yeah, I, they, yeah. I really liked it.
0: I, I kind of, I mean, I know a lot of people stayed with them through the more, um, um, what do you call like it? Reggae, reggae, yeah, type stuff, you know. Um, but I, I, it's, it's like, it's like Five Iron Frenzy, where I'm really appreciative of having that an alternative viewpoint represented. <laughs> that's not just middle class conservative Christians in, in. Christian music.
1: Yeah, Yeah, agreed. And I wish I had stayed with them more. And maybe we should cover another album or two of theirs at some point. Because, you know, I don't think either one of us really listened to it much. So, it'd be interesting to kind Mm -hmm. of look at it now. But, yes, very grateful to get an alternative viewpoint. And while it wasn't, like, you know, the main thing in my mind, I'm just happy that I was exposed to it, for sure. Yeah,
0: me too. So, that was my number six, your number
1: five. So, we should do your number 5
0: my number five we've already done, which is Roadside Monument and A Girl Named
1: Actually. Oh, shoot. So do we go to my number four? So we're back.
0: We're on your number four. Yeah.
1: So Clifton, I'm just going to tell you, this is another one that I could have done almost any track on this album. So I'm not like super set on this song, but I just was like, man, it's got a really good kind of like bridge part towards the end that I liked. This is Craig's brother. I picked Nobody, the song, because I really liked what they do at the end of it. But honestly, I could probably do almost any song on this album so i'm you know not gonna like fight you too much on whatever the best craig's brother song is like they're <laughs> all pretty good yeah
0: i had a hard time picking out um wh- wh- which which song off of this album to use and i was even open to doing more than one song off off of each album if, if i felt the need to yeah but uh
1: good or if they as a band were just like wrote that themselves but that seems fucking mature for like a first album like all Mm -hmm. those harmonies and the way they structured that and everything i'm like damn like that's just good
0: (laughs) i mean if you're if you remember back to when we did this episode there's definitely um their producer was kind of a little bit absent i think from what we found and they they came in here with just kind of way over planned like down to every note
1: you know (laughs) that i mean that is impressive like that is like
0: wow yeah 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 and i'm i'm gonna stick to my to my claim that that i think that they're better than that that album at least is better than most of the secular kind of skatey punk things out there you know they're similar to it and yeah
1: yeah that's a great album like i i know around this point is when tooth and nail started signing a bunch of bands that were in like you know Roughly in that style, like there's a ton that I never really even listen to much, but mm-hmm. like, and maybe I should maybe. I mean, to be fair, maybe I need to get some other strength, but that is a good album, like, that is a very yeah. good album.
0: Yes, they will show up later on my list.
1: Okay, all right,
0: all right. Um, number four,
1: All mm-hmm.
0: all right. My number four is The Creep Downs, Hey Butterfly. Ah, okay, I, I enjoy that this one has once again has a really good energy to it but it also just has the wonderful lovely fuzzed out guitars of of kind of this mid 90s you know um kind of grungy alternative rock yeah mm-hmm Car world that fuzz sound is referred to as a velcro fuzz because it sounds like tearing velcro apart, <laughs> mm. and it just has it's just it's such a nice feeling. I think.
1: Yeah. yeah, I you know that was an album that I had not listened to till we did this, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. It was one of those you're like, why didn't they do anything
0: right. else? I know it is. It is. It would have said. Um, I, I think it was a year. Two years too late, maybe? Yeah. Which you can kind of just say is a joke of Christian music in general. <laughs> but but I think if it had been a little bit earlier, I think it would have done a lot better. Um, and I, obviously, wasn't that on, was that on Betty Rocket or on something like that? I think it
1: was. On, I think they released it independently, right? And then it came out That's right. on Betty Rocket. Yeah. I yeah, think you're right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's just good. I, I love his vocals, um, and I think it just has a k- kind of nice capture of '90s music. And yeah, it's you know it's derivative to some extent, but I also think it's just really good songwriting. So it's hard to complain about.
1: You know, I mean, speaking of that, and I noticed this is not on either one of our lists, but you know, our last out al- you know album and episode was "Bunch of Believers," the Christmas <laughs> one. But like same type of thing i think had that come out three or four years before it would have been like huge but it was just like too far gone but like that first song on it is catchy like it's you know i don't you know i don't love it but it's like it's not a bad song but again just a little behind the time
0: yeah i agree all right jay what's your number three
1: okay sorry i know i keep saying this this is another one that i really was like uh, i don't know what song to pick um and i see the one on your list which like i also was almost about to pick so tomorrow could change it but i mine was pedro the lion number three i went with bad diary days but okay i could possibly change to what i see that's on your list or multiple others on this album i mean i think it's hard to find a friend to such a good album and that's Mm -hmm. the problem it's really hard to pull just one song out
0: it is
2: Explain.
0: It's such a simple song, but there's just—I don't know. There's just something about David's delivery, about all of it together. You know, it's easy to look at Pedro and be like, "Oh, it's just simple kind of, you know, whatever music." But there—I don't know. There's just something about it that all comes together, and you know, the kind of—even though it's a lot, even though a large portion of it is not autobiographical it still feels confessional you know yeah he's very it still like feels
1: truthful he's very like earnest in it you know in yes. it i agree um it, it is simple but it just you can tell he's really meaning everything he's saying and i think as we mm-hmm. listen back to that album it was clear that he was really wrestling with a lot of stuff and with faith and oh. just like wanting it to mean something but not sure it did and like Really trying hard under all these rules and things that he's come up under, and it, yeah, I that if you if you're listening to this podcast and you've never listened to that album, which probably everyone has, but if you have not, <laughs> you really should listen to that entire album. It's very very good. Side note, Clifton, I um because I'm a groupie, watched a David Bazan live stream last night for the holidays oh, yeah? on Bandcamp, and he played it was kind of fun because he played part of a new song that um he's supposedly recording his next album right now, which I think will be called Santa Cruz, because I think out of that order of his you know, mm-hmm. places he grew up, I think that's the next one. And it was kind of fun because he was like, Look, it's gonna sound different <laughs> on the album and we're still working out the arrangements, but I'm gonna play like <laughs> he basically played like chorus verse chorus, and he's like, I'm still figuring everything else out, but I'm pretty happy with this. So um Yeah. It was just kind of cool to hear, like, a work in progress, you know, and yeah. played out. That's pretty cool. So, anyway, uh, big David Bazan fan here, and um, really like that. I saw that you have a song by him on here that's not that song, but also right. would have been, was almost my choice, too. In fact, like, maybe tomorrow it would be mine. Yeah. Is that your number three, so, by the way?
0: It's my number three, oh, yes. Well, oh, so My go. number three is also Page of the Line. <laughs> and, of course, we did the two Page of the Line albums right before we went to see them live. Yep. Which was great. Yep, um, fantastic experience. And we met um, Chaz, our friend from Excommunication uh, Station, there at the show as well. Um, and the whole the whole thing was great to see live. But this song live
1: really hit me. Mm, okay.
0: Um, it, I don't even. I mean, it, I liked this song back in the day, and and, and I, th- I even talk about it when we did it. The album that I really it hit me more you know today than it did back in the day. But then live, it was just something really special. Uh, so, my number three is Pairs of the Lion's Secret of the Easy Yoke.
2: i
1: So, like, I think good music just does this to you, but connecting with an album that's literally 25 <laughs> years old, just as much, and sometimes if not more now than you did back then, is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah. it's just, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, this song, I think what I really love about this song is that it goes from, it starts at, you know... Um, I tried to feel your presence and I couldn't kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. at the end we're at, um, ride as fast as you can. They're shooting to kill. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like that's a true story because I feel like in my life, like I have to hide the fact that I have rejected this religion from the people I live around mm. because they would literally, you know, like the, Anyone who doesn't believe is 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 an existential emergency.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. I think that's like, I think that's what makes you connect with this album so much. Is it's like he is just so truthful and honest in these mm-hmm. songs that, like, even though you listen to some of them now and it's not how, definitely not how he is now, and not how we right. feel now, but it's just no. like it's so truthful and honest versus some of the other stuff we cover from the same era that might even be saying almost the same thing, but it just, (laughs) it just doesn't feel as like, you know, I I don't know. It doesn't feel Mm. as honest. It feels more formulaic. It feels like that's what they're supposed to say where he like hundred percent. He is feeling this. He's believing this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think because largely, the music doesn't fall into a perfect genre categorization, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think it feels just like he's being like, he's kind of forging a path more. Yeah. You know, like he's telling his own story.
1: Yeah. It's such a good album. I mean, I know at the time, even like spin magazine wrote about it and others like, this is kind of the one that like really got him noticed, but I mean, there's a reason. And it is still good <laughs> 25 years later. It's the reason he just did a tour playing this album again. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Happy that we were able to cover it. Yes.
0: All right. Jake, what's your number two?
1: Well, Clifton. And I almost made this number one. And again, I know Newsboys was number one for me. So we've already given that away. But I went back and forth and could have made this number one. And this is one that I definitely like listened to a lot over the years. And speaking of David Bazan... He plays drums in this. This is Unwed Sailor, Ruby's Wishes. And I know it's funny to have an instrumental song so high, but I've just gone back to this over and over. I just... This is kind of like, to me, like almost perfect... I don't know if you call this post-rock, whatever you call this genre. Like, this is a really good example of it because it's got like really catchy kind of like iconic drums but then you've got this like baseline melody over that it it just it all works really well i really like it this is actually my favorite version of the song because they re-recorded it for their full length Mm -hmm. later um but i still like the ep version um yeah i just think this is a great song Came first, the bass line or the drum part?
0: <laughs> I mean, my my first instinct is to say the bass, obviously, but it's a it's a good question. They go
1: together yeah. so well. I know they I can hear it either way, and either way, it's kind of impressive. So I yeah, I don't know.
0: Maybe they were both separate and they just got married up later. On. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. I just really like that song. It's also. I like instrumental stuff like this, but also this is only what like a little over three minutes long. So it's Mm -hmm. not even like a long drawn out one. It just like works really well for what it is. Um, And again, I will say this again. I think David Bazan does not get enough credit as a drum drummer. (laughs) I know he doesn't play like, I know he plays drums on some of his own stuff and occasionally other things, but like, like that's him on that. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a cool drum line, you know? So,
0: yeah. All right. Well, my number two is a band We've already done, but Craig's brother and I went with the final song on that album, "Potential." I think this song. Um, first off, I think it just has one of the better bridges, and you know we talked about the bridges on the album when we originally covered it. That I think you know they're kind of great, but I think also it's just I I, I like the teenage snottiness of it you know of 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 looking at old people and being like you blew all your potential <laughs> just
1: mm, right
9: the shadows that you cast are tall On the wall of possibility Go closer to infinity With every word that goes unsaid You can probably build your house of gold You can only find a place to start But for now they're just a question mark
0: Just once again, just like every second of most of their songs feels just sculpted, like purposeful. You know, there's no, they're not, they're not, you know, especially writing punk, it can be so easy to just be like, we're going to do a one, three, four just over and over again. And they, I don't, I don't feel like they ever just feel like they're getting away with something, you know?
1: Yeah. That's a great album. It's another one that just like, just happy to go back to. You know, some of these we go back to, we're like, oh, mm-hmm. what yeah. was I thinking? This is not one of those. It's like. No. It, in fact, yeah. I feel like it deserves more listens and probably more yeah. people should hear it. It's very good.
0: E- even the Christian-y parts of it, I think we're, we're good. Like, it's the, I one know. of the better takes on christian things. I yeah. know.
1: Like, surprisingly, yeah. Like, it's it's a good album.
0: Yeah. no. Yeah.
1: All right, Jay, and your number one, we've already done? We've done Shine by Newsboys, so Clifton, it's, it's right. you're the big final last reveal. What is it?
0: All right, my number one is Paul. Don't Look
1: Wow. Dead. Wow. Okay, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So before you play it, like, this is a band you hadn't really even listened to before we covered it. I'm impressed. Right.
0: Yes. You know, it's, it's it's like I said, I, I've... I enjoyed it when we went through it, and I enjoyed it once again today, going back through it again and trying to figure out if it was going to be on my on my top ten and where it belonged. And you know, I think a lot of songs had potential to from there of theirs had potential to be on this on this list, and which made it hard. By the way, <laughs> like they're the one who had the most number of songs, the longest. As I was as I was cutting things down. Okay, right. Um, and I this one was just fun, you know, it's kind of it's kind of a little twee, you know, which all their all their stuff is, and it's just you know, yeah, yeah. It's like starting opposite So far, so far
9: down.
5: when we talk about the
9: 'Cause you can't hear those words yeah, I keep saying. Yeah.
0: Jay, when we were um, in Florida for fest, we watched the documentary for the elephant six documentary.
1: Mm, right.
0: Um, and there was a lot of time spent in that documentary talking about four track cassette recording. Yep. And this is unmistakably four <laughs> four track cassette recording in a bedroom. Right. Yeah. And it just like, it reminds me of so much of, of the, other things that were going on around this time, you know, in like the indie pop and twee world that I I have seven inches that sound like this from, from all kinds of bands, you know, and, 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 and and it's not like this is super derivative. It it brings its own stuff. Like it brings its own zaniness and its own quirkiness that you aren't hearing elsewhere. You know, like I said, it it is very pavement-esque, you know, but I think this song even separates away from that, where it doesn't feel as pavement-esque. It feels more like, some of those those bedroom twee kind of bands that I that
1: I love. Yeah, I mean, I think the Elephant Six comparison is accurate. You're right, Pavement, but it's definitely popier to me than Pavement. Like, mm-hmm. it's definitely got more of a kind of like I know all these bands get compared to them, but like Beatles ish, like that kind of like pop style yeah. going yeah. for it. Um, and it's one of those that makes me wonder: had they not been based in Kansas, had they like? <laughs> You know, come kind of come out of a different world. Like, why couldn't this have been released on on Merge or some other like indie label mm-hmm. that was, you know, if they'd been friends with the guys in Merge, I'm sure they would have let them release this or, or other labels that release like Elephant Six stuff. You know, just any kind of indie label at the yeah. time. I'm just, they, I don't know. We we think about this a lot for some of the groups we cover, but they're a very good example of one that like. Had they just been in a slightly different scene or even just for a different location, because it was mm-hmm. really pre-internet, they might have been, you know, really taken off.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a good question. Was this their only album?
1: No, 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 no. There's, uh, there's more, and I think you'll even, uh, in fact, Clifton, okay. you should explore them, because on, go, they're I'll on Spotify, because yeah. they get even more, like, I think I like this one the best, because it's, like, the roughest and the weirdest, but they get even yeah. a little more poppy which I think you'd be into on some of the others. So yeah.
0: Okay. I do, I do like the quirkiness of of this kind of just bedroom Mm recording, you know, but yeah. All right, Jay. Well, that's our top tens. Um, That was a lot of fun. Uh, We have some listener comments you want to go through.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: All right. So I'm only going to including a few here that were just, that were specifically either emails or um, private messages to us. The first one comes from, Jay, you might remember that last year on the year-end episode, we dealt with a uh, <laughs> a particularly scathing set of comments from uh, some members of or adjacent people to Cosmos Express. True. Well, we got one from Mark Powell. Who I, is that their drummer? I believe that's their drummer.
1: Somebody in Cosmos Express, yes.
0: Yeah. Um, and he says, hey, dudes, stumbled upon your podcast by accident. Love the info and rapport between the two of you. It resonates, makes it fun to listen to. Thanks for calling out the crack-crack before the choruses. I'm guilty. Gotta gotta set the scene, you know. So, glad there's some appreciation for what we said about Cosmos Express, because I I still still really like that album.
1: Well, thanks, Mark. Yeah, appreciate that.
0: All right. The next one here is from uh, Benjamin D. He says, Just finished your conversation with Alex Parker. I never paid attention... I never paid much attention to the labels in the, 90, in the 90s other than Blonde Vinyl and Flying Tart. I know if anything came from either of those, it would be worth checking out. So thanks for doing this episode. It sounded like you weren't familiar with the unreleased Durlux album. That one surprised me too a few years ago since I was a big fluffy Durlux fan, but didn't know about it. I've since been able to get my hands on the mp3 files and can probably hook you up if you're interested. Um, I think it's also on YouTube. Just wanted to let you know.
1: We should do. I mean, we have all these ideas for episodes, but it wouldn't hurt to do like a Chris Colbert, like fluffy Duralux, mm-hmm. like episode. You know, just yeah. on that stuff. Yeah. Good.
0: And by the way, Alex um, has a an, a podcast of his own now, um, and he just released the third episode, which is Tess Wiley. Oh, nice! All right, we yeah, check it out. I know. I got. I got. I get. let listen to later today. All right. The next one is from. Skull Finistrated
1: Actually, <laughs> <a> good name.
0: <laughs> it is. Um, this is about the, the last episode that we did, um, the Bunch of Believers uh, Christmas album. Wow, what a flashback. I have no clue uh, where she found it, but my mother came home with this in 1990 or 2000 because it was called Skull La 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 and she knew my older brother liked Skull, Supertones, etc., in the end, I think no one was particularly happy with it, but it mysteriously still came out with the decorations and Mannheim steam blah blah Mannheim steamroller LPs every year until my parents finally pared it down in the late 2000s or early 2010s. <laughs> nice. Next one is from Matt K. Guys, I've been following you for a while now, but only finally started listening. Started with Newsboys Shine, and now now the deep dive begins. I want to say I love what you're doing. A lot of this um, was my jam back in the 90s. And as a fellow former believer, this this stuff resonates like you wouldn't believe. Case in point, this morning at work, I was listening to the two-part free at last review. I was a huge DC Talk fan back in the day. And up until now, I truly had no idea how awful those songs were. It was eye-opening. Anyway, I can't wait to dive into more episodes. I'm a little late, but you have a loyal listener. Thanks. Thanks, Matt.
1: Yeah, thanks, Matt. That's a good... I'm glad Clifton read that one last. It's a good summation of what we're doing. Um, lots of going back and realizing how bad stuff was. And <laughs> how good. You know, we praised a lot Ain't of stuff good, out, yeah. but, on this episode, but like, God, sometimes we just go back and you unpack it, especially lyrically, and whew, yeah. it's uh, worse than we thought. And
0: that one, that one. I mean, that, we, that had to be split into two episodes because it was particularly upsetting just what we had to dig through for that, you know, so, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of Yeah. I mean, that's just I think personally me going back through stuff too right now in my life, it's just a lot of like stuff that I thought was not as problematic. Now that I dig into it, I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. That's thought that was pretty tame, actually. That's pretty harmful. Um
0: And and, and how some of the harm I think has stuck with us over the years, you know, like I've I have talked about what we've talked about in this podcast in therapy more often than I care to admit. Right.
1: Yeah. No, definitely me too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jay. Well, anything else we have for this?
1: No, but just thanks everybody for sticking with us. Um, Yeah. We really enjoy doing this. And I think Clifton and I are kind of the type that like we'd probably do this even if we didn't have any listeners, but having listeners (laughs) really helps. (laughs) We appreciate it. And, um, you know, I I would say to anyone like, please feel free to message us and reach out, especially if there's something we haven't done, but you're interested in. We've occasionally done some episodes where folks have kind of like led us through albums that they really were into that maybe we weren't Mm -hmm. as familiar with or didn't even listen to at all. And we're always open to doing something like that. So if there's like an album from the nineties that you were really into, we haven't covered yet. Like reach out. Um, We might be interested in doing it with you. And um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Jay, you know what we should talk about? Uh-oh, what? Is doing I'm Your Biggest Fan.
1: I know. We want to do that comp.
0: Here, Here's what I think we should say to everybody right now. Okay. If you have a story or something you want to share about any track on that album, send it to us. If you want to record yourself saying something about it, send it to us. We'll make it part of the episode because I think it's such an important cornerstone, at least for me, and probably for you, Jay. Mm-hmm. Um that I think we want to pull in as many voices as we can for that
1: episode. That would be fun to have a lot of different recordings about it. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll keep reminding folks over the next few episodes. Yeah. Um and Let's maybe do that. we could get a few. Yeah. Like um sorry, we don't have like a phone number like some of the podcasts, but send us a voice recording. <laughs> um you can email us it or something else. Yeah. And um
0: or you can just go to Facebook Messenger and use the voice recording thing there that's and true
1: it and drop it to us yeah we would love to hear your thoughts your takes on any of those songs in particular um yeah cool
0: all right well we want to wish everybody a happy christmas and a you know exciting new year 2024 right what's gonna go wrong
1: mm, let's not think well, about it it's gonna be good okay. right try to be positive it's gonna be it's great year. it's gonna be a great it's year be great
0: also, more Patreon stuff. Stick, uh, go over to the Patreon feed and we're going to have some, uh, some podcast adjacent stuff.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, thanks, everybody. All right. Bye, everybody.
10: Bye. One day, baby, we'll be old. Oh, baby, we'll be old. and of all the stories that we could have told. And one day, baby, we'll be old. Oh, baby, we'll be old. and of all the stories that we could have
4: told.